0: Well, good morning again. This is Pastor Dan with God Talk. We started a series yesterday. We're still in the overall transformation theme. but This message is called The World, Love It or Leave It. We talked about the issue of enmity. Jesus says, I will place enmity between you and the women. The idea that uh, maybe the reason we struggle with some sins and don't struggle with others is the difference is the degree of enmity. My cousin daughter had enmity against eating a snake, (laughs) but most of us don't have any enmity if someone hands us a bowl of ice cream or a cinnamon roll in Pismo Beach last week. Enmity. We went through Masada when we were in Israel and Jordan. 900 people, after the Romans laid a siege on them for three years, built a ramp. They were going to come in the next night. There's no hope left. They're stuck in this little castle and they're surrounded by an enemy. They hated the idea of being slaves in Rome so much. Chose to all die. That's the power of enmity. Say, I don't want that. So I'm going to do this instead. God says, I will put enmity between you and the woman. So if there's some things that you and I just haven't gotten transformed, that we're still doing year after year after year, maybe not enough enmity. God is trying to put enmity there to make us hate sin. And if we hate sin enough, we'd rather die than do anything that would hurt us and to bring dishonor upon God or hurt other people. We would never sin. So the problem with sin is not enough enmity it happens in the mind second corinthians is pretty clear in chapter 10 we're in a war (laughs) for though we live in a world we do not wage war as the world does we're in a war the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of god and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to christ so the battle is in our minds we're going to be transformed Romans 12 two, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so when God says I will put the enmity between you and Satan he's trying to say I will do it in your mind he will transform our mind take out the ideas and the image of the world that have been put there by the media and all the other influences around us and he'll rewire our minds so that every thought is captive to Christ he can reprogram our DNA so that we think." Think like God. I did chapel at the academy a while ago, and I told them while I was growing up, the church made these absolute rules. No movies at all, no rock and roll, no jazz, no dancing, no jewelry. We didn't have to think. All you had to do was ask God for the power to keep the rules that were very clear-cut. But after 150 years, the church has changed, and maybe there are no categories that are completely all wrong. There are good movies, and there's bad movies. There's good music, and there's bad music. There's good rock and roll, and there's bad rock and roll. See, good jazz and bad jazz. There's good dancing on the Sea of Galilee, and maybe there's some sexual, crazy bad dancing. It's inappropriate some places. And you have to think. It's all in your mind. You have to decide, do I have enmity against this or is this okay? You have to make choices. And you have to be able to see the differences in those parts of the world where you can enjoy and celebrate and love the world and other parts of the world where you have to leave the world. And you have to have enmity and say, I am not doing that. That's going to hurt me. It's going to dishonor God. It's going to hurt some people. And I want nothing to do with that. And you feel about it the way my niece felt about eating a snake. There's just no way. I'm not doing that. And that is explains why some of us have some sins that we never seem to quite get over. All we do is pray about them. We get up in the morning and we pray this one-minute prayer, God, bless so-and-so and help so-and-so who's in the hospital. Help me be more like you today. Help me represent you. Help me to not do anything that would dishonor you today. In Jesus' name, amen. And off we go. And we do the same things. And we ask the pastor, how come prayer doesn't work? Because enmity happens in the mind and we really haven't decided once and for all, absolutely, that we hate that. We haven't taken the time to study it, learn principles of truth and give God a chance to reprogram our minds and buy into some new values and take them in. Say you and I are on a mission trip to Africa, or there's a group of us, we're in the middle of nowhere, And you have a heart attack and you need open-heart surgery. There's no doctor. There's no time to get to a hospital. So it looks like if there's anybody going to do it, it's going to be me. So I get out my little Swiss Army knife and we pour a little alcohol over it. And we say a little one-minute prayer, God, (laughs) we're in the middle of nowhere. I am not a heart surgeon. But God, please guide my hand and tell me how to do open-heart surgery. Save this person's life. In Jesus' name, amen. And I say, okay, let's go. (laughs) You going to let me do it? I guess not. You don't want me. Even if I have prayed for 50 hours, you want somebody who has gone to school for years, who got straight A's, who graduated at the top of their class, has done a thousand open-heart surgeries and saved them all. You want someone whose mind has knowledge and wisdom and truth. And that's what God wants. He wants us not just to pray this little one-minute prayer for magic. He wants us to have our minds transformed so we have enmity. We just hate doing anything that would dishonor God. And it makes sense to us. Anyway, uh I wish you could read some of the books that I have come across that talk about this. Velvet Elvis by Robert Rob Bell. Uh, Renovation of the Heart by Dallas Willard. Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. The chapter called Transformed by Truth. And here again in Romans 12, 2 in a New Living Translation. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. It's all in our minds. God always works from inside out. He goes to the core and he begins to reprogram our DNA. And I'm sure you've heard these kinds the stories where, where people begin to think differently and it changes everything. Homeless man climbed into a freight train. As his eyes adjusted to the darkness, he realized he was in a refrigerated car and they found him the next morning curled up in a ball, frozen to death, except one small problem. The refrigeration was turned off, all in his mind. I was with Someone in India he got a bottle of water from the Ganges River, put it in the refrigerator so he would take it back to America. In the morning he was during the night he was thirsty, went in there, didn't think about it, grabbed a bunch of water, and had a good drink, went back to bed and then thought, I just drank from the Ganges water, that's filthy. Within an hour he was sick and throwing up. And he got in the morning he told the host of the house who told me, and they went and checked, and The bottle of water for the Ganges River was still there. He had drunk a perfectly fine bottle of water, but in his mind, when he thought it was the Ganges River, told him it was dirty water, and he got sick. Mind is powerful, and God wants us to change how we think about certain things in our mind, run it over in our mind, reprogram our DNA until we have been transformed by the scriptures, and we think differently now, and then we naturally want to live a life that honors God. Time to go. We'll be with you again tomorrow. May God give us all enmity in our minds. May we buy in and be all in for living a righteous thought because it makes sense. See you tomorrow. God bless